0: all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lope. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, DTW, void work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh. Baby, baby. Yeah.
1: Gaming
0: Culture. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. You're listening to the cool Black Nerd podcast presented by, say, what radio?
2: Hey What's going on everybody? Welcome to episode number 18 of the Cool Black Nerd Podcast. This is Argonne. We are in day 81 of the coronavirus era because I think the quarantine is over. Everybody's out there at pool parties in the Ozarks. Going on vacation in the Hamptons, going to the clubs and the beaches, and all of you have Corona. Yep. And that's how I feel. Yep. I'm joined by our co host, Justice and D. How are you guys doing?
3: I'm Corona free. Are you? I think I am. <laughs> Never know
2: until you test it, right? Well, yeah, I guess not. I guess not, man. There is a whole lot of stuff going on in the world today. Mm. And I do want to kind of take a little bit of time at the beginning of the episode and kind of address that. And I want to make it clear, you know, as we're talking about this, it's not about politics, whether you, you know, liberal, conservative, red, blue, purple, whatever. This is about just people and humanity. And, uh, you know, in the last, what, I guess in the last week, man, we have a lot that's going on. So you start out with this backdrop of coronavirus. Right. Everybody's been at home or, you know, something's going on. People are starting to get restless. People are getting angry, you know, just with the fact that on some level, you could say society has been shut down. Right. I think everybody would agree with that. Yep. Right. So then with that backdrop, everybody's already kind of on edge. You've seen the protests, you know, in places like Michigan, you know, some in Texas, Florida, wherever, about, you know, some of the restrictions like wearing masks or or people getting upset that they have to wear a mask inside of a grocery store. And then I think, you know, the next kind of big news we have this week, if you even want to call it big news, you see the confrontation between Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper in the park, the bird watcher and the woman with the dog about the dog being on the leash. And then we see her kind of, I mean, the only way I can say it is is weaponize herself and just say blatantly, like, I'm going to call the police and tell them that an African-American man is threatening my life. Um, and I mean, you know, we can go into how just that statement alone was very telling. And then we have inflammatory the video of George Floyd being killed by the police. And you have in that video, the police officer, you know, sitting on his neck, just looking like smugly into the camera. I think that's what makes this one different. And I do want to dive in on that too, because the reaction that we've seen in this particular case has been far worse or far, you know, way more intense than it has been to any of the other ones that we've seen.
1: Well, I would say it was similar to, you know, Eric Gardner and a few in the past, like in the beginning, but it did. I, I think you're right with Corona. It made things a lot, more it just exacerbated i guess people are already kind of pissed off and then amy cooper plus this and other shit and f- people feeling like they don't have control of their lives mm-hmm. yeah i think it exacerbated it
2: right so i think it's it's important to realize that you know as you see things happening in the world i think that there's like a domino effect like one thing kind of if you imagine somebody setting up a bunch of dominoes and pushing one over, eventually there's like this big splash. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's where we are right now. And I think a lot of these things have just compounded. So you could say, you know, Corona, then you have Breonna Taylor, then you have Christian Cooper, then you have George Floyd. And Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery. Right. So and these things just keep continuing. And I think that the reaction that you're seeing right now is because people, have been angry for so long, and now it's like, what other option is there for voices to be heard, for our stories to be told, for our experiences to be seen and felt by other people? And the reason that I said, you know, we could kind of talk about this and loud, you know, now about the particular videos with Christian Cooper and with George Floyd, I think the part that's normally kept quiet, you can't avoid it with these videos. And what I mean by that is with Amy Cooper saying, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to tell them that an African-American man is threatening my life. And then later in the video, when you can kind of tell the 911 caller operator is kind of like, what? OK, you're in the you're in Central Park. Somebody in a bike helmet is yelling at you with what, like what's going on. And then her voice
1: totally changes to like this panicked, crazy sounding that's the thing. Watching the video, you can see her work herself up into a frenzy even before she calls. And that's the scary thing. You could see that she's, she knew what she was necessarily doing to be able to put herself in that sort of state. And then once, once she actually got on the call, it hit that pitch right perfectly. Right. And that's
2: what I'm saying. So she, to me, like she knows the privilege that she has. She knows the threat that the police are to African-Americans. And she used that. Like, she used that yeah. because this man asked you to put your dog on a leash. So you took it upon yourself, like, like I said, to weaponize yourself literally against this man and threaten his life because he asked you to put your dog on a leash. Yeah. And I'm going to say this too. Part of what happened to her is the shelter came and took that dog away. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that's telling, like, for that to happen so quickly... But for when we see these videos of black people, there's always like, oh, you have to wait. We have to wait until we find out the full story. We have to find out what's going on. We have to know the the whole story before we can pass judgment. I think, what's his name? Trevor Noah on The Daily Show was like, maybe we need to have the dog rescue people
3: be in charge of the police. (laughs) I was going to say, if it was kneeling on a dog, action would have been taken very quickly. Peter people or like this. Dog lovers, animal lovers in general, just move a lot quicker. They don't like to wait.
1: Because they generally haven't had to.
3: Yeah, and that, and there's no real, like, precedence, I guess. They're not really governed by anything. Yep. They're just freelance people. Hell, I might have even been out there for the dog. man. I (laughs) I have a special place for dogs. I don't know what it is.
1: No, just honestly watching her, the dog was just in such turmoil. It was just like, Jesus. And then to immediately on the on the backs of that, see the exact same thing happen to a human. It's just like, seriously.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the, so yeah, on the heels of that, you have George Floyd. And I think, again, like the quiet part being said out loud in the video, as the police officer is kneeling on his neck, like he's just staring directly into the camera like, and you're not going to do anything about it. As people are screaming at this man, like the guy, he's stopped moving. His eyes are closed. He doesn't look like he's breathing anymore. And the cop is just looking like, yep. And what? Got his hand in his pocket, just relaxed. Yeah. On the back of this man's neck with, as if there's no consequences for him doing this at all. And he knows there won't be. And he knows there won't be. And we come to find out, you know, he's been involved in several police misconduct investigations that have resulted in nothing. Like, he's obviously still a police Mm -hmm. officer. Or was. Or was a police officer. And then, you know, you have no action being taken. I I think that we can all agree that paid administrative leave is not action That's being true. taken in these in these situations. So you don't have any action being taken until the video comes out, until people start protesting. Then you fire the guy, but he's still not charged. You fired the, the four police officers that are involved, but nobody's been charged, even though we clearly have this video evidence. Then the protest got louder and even got a little bit violent. Then he got charged. And we still don't have charges for the four other officers.
1: Who were just standing there.
2: Who were just, yeah, who just allowed it to happen. So it's, I think when you take all of that together, that's why you see this reaction that you have all over the country.
1: Well, I think honestly, it was that video. You're right. Then the other videos that came out, and it's just like, okay, now your story isn't adding up about the resisting arrest stuff. Then other angles also showed up, and still, it's just like, okay, oh yeah,
2: because because at first it just seems it it looks like there's one officer on his neck and another officer standing to the side. Yeah. And then you see a video from behind, and you realize that there's three officers also on various parts of his body.
1: Hmm.
2: So it's just it's it's like it just got it kept getting worse and worse and worse and that's what i mean by this this build up like there's been this build up to this moment that we have now where you have you know from what i see like peaceful protests during the day right and then at night something just takes a turn for the way yeah takes a turn and i'm not saying that you know rioting is right by any means that that is Not what I'm saying at all, but I'm just trying to trying to wrap your head around it. Put out a a, yeah to wrap my head around what's going on and what I think is happening in our country right now and why we have this intense
1: reaction right now. Another thing that came out, and this is, I don't know if this has been substantiated, but it apparently seems that the officer who was charged and was actually on his neck the entire time didn't know him. They worked together.
3: Well, they work together. They're not sure if they knew each other at all. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying.
3: Because one was outside security and one was like inside Mm -hmm. something. So they may not have ever, ever
1: met. But that's even no compassion is what I mean at all. Even if it's like, damn, he may look like such and such.
3: No compassion from the cop? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the cop will just say that he didn't realize that he was applying that much pressure on him.
1: For nine minutes?
3: I'm just saying that's what he's going to say. That would be his excuse.
1: It's a neck.
3: He's going to say, I've done this several times to other people, and they were just fine. And
1: I doubt it was ever for nine minutes, and it or someone's neck.
3: I'm just telling you what the man will say. <laughs> Nobody will believe it. That will be his defense. Yeah. Well, like all I can say is
2: I hope that whatever comes out of this, I hope that we do start to finally see some change in society. A conviction for this police officer is not going to be enough this time. I don't believe. And I think, you know, we'll we'll just have to wait and see, unfortunately, with that word again, wait and see. But we will have to wait and see what is the outcome. But I think given what we're seeing now, I think it's clear that something has to happen.
1: Because I remember, you know, with the Rodney King thing, not that this is anything even remotely the same, but I remember, you know, this was after the officers were not charged and nothing really happened. And that's when people lost their minds and, you know, rioted in the streets. This time they were just like, fuck it. And not only was it in Minneapolis, but it is spread across like everywhere. And in the beginning, everyone was just kind of like, oh yeah, well, I get it. Now, since it's spreading, people are like, well, hold hold the fuck up now. I, I I get you upset, but y'all need to, you know, take some time and think about it. But it, at that point, you really can't. I think I spoke on this on Say What Radio. It's just like you take those rational people and you put them in these irrational situations. And it's more of a powder keg to me in my mind because they do have substantiated rational thoughts that they can put into play in a better way than someone who is just completely out of their mind and just kind of just going off of the cuff. When you take the time to actually plan some shit out you're definitely more effective. And I think they're going to, I don't know if it'll change anything, but I definitely know that we can't go back. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I
2: agree with that wholeheartedly. Again, you know, I just kind of wanted to touch on it and, and talk about why I think we see the intensity that we see. Yeah. And I'd reiterate that, hey, this is not about politics. This is about people. Like literally, this is just about people. And how people are treated in America. And now we see like again these two incidents to me, like the quiet part is is being shouted. Like you can see it. But in other
1: news. Oh, I wanted to say something. Oh, go ahead. While we again well, un- oh, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I know we understand all the protests and everything like that. The looting and the shooting and the you know tearing up shit, please that's not helping. I get everybody's pissed off and everything like that. I really do. But the peaceful protests I understand. Burning your own neighborhoods down, I, I can't really get with that. I will say that.
2: Yep. Agreed. I You know, looting, you know, the violence is definitely unnecessary. But, yep, we will have to see what comes. Yeah. Speaking of seeing what is coming, you HBO Max what's coming. is finally here. Lord. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I thought HBO Max was going to be kind of useless. <laughs> you know, I you know I had HBO. I already I've seen the things that are on HBO. I thought, I thought that that's what it was going to be. I was yeah. wrong. Yeah, I w- I have to say that I was wrong. I have enjoyed HBO Max. I'm glad that it just came to me as part of my HBO subscription.
3: <laughs> I think that's very helpful. I didn't have to pay anything extra. Yeah. Funny thing for for me is that they literally just reskinned HBO. Now and added more stuff because if when you actually if you don't have it on your system like say you don't have HBO Max on your system mm-hmm. when you go to your store whatever whatever you're on like a Fire Stick or whatever when you install it you go to HBO Max install it it installs the HBO Now and then you have to upgrade HBO <laughs> Now to HBO Max by that's by funny. doing an update another update on the thing and I'm like really that's funny <laughs>
2: that was not my experience man I think that I, I'm tempted to say that's just Fire Stick I could be wrong.
3: Nah, it's on my phone and on my shield as well. Yeah,
2: on my TV and on my phone, man. The app just updated and HBO Now was gone and it was HBO Max.
3: Yeah, that's what it does. That's that's what what I mean. Like if you don't have any HBO on on your thing at all, it updates. When you go to HBO Max, it won't install HBO Max first. It'll say HBO Max, but it'll upgrade to HBO Now if you have nothing on your system. And then you have to go back into the store again to HBO Max. Oh, oh you say and you got to do like two updates. Yeah, yeah. then it says update and it goes to HBO
2: Ah, I understand what you mean now. Okay, okay. so you can't do, you can't just go to the store and get HBO Max.
3: Nope. It's going to be HBO, HBO Now, now first, first. And then it goes
2: to HBO Max. That's correct. Yeah. Huh.
3: Okay. <laughs> I don't know why it does that, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they have to
2: load the HBO content first. And then because they decided to surprise everybody with... DC, the studio Ghibli, Crunchyroll, Cut <laughs> Looney Tunes, all sorts of things in there now. Maybe they maybe they couldn't fit it all in one update. I don't <laughs> know, man. But I I'm very impressed with HBO Max. I'm not saying it's gonna, you know, change the game or anything. Like I'm not saying that, oh, you need to go cancel Netflix because HBO. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying HBO Max man might be might
1: be good value. I had the pleasure uh, do that in quotations of uh, speaking opinion group on HBO Mac of them releasing and I remember talking to the lady and she was like well would you you know she's just asking me all these questions of you know having the service or what do I think about it necessarily and I was just like I'm going to be honest with you I don't understand what the hell it's supposed to be is it HBO no is it HBO go no is it HBO now no Is it Netflix? Not necessarily. Is it DC? The DC Universe app? No, I wouldn't say that. It's, you know, we expound a little bit more. It's everything under that. Under what? She really couldn't explain it to me to where I could understand it. And I was just like, no, I'm sorry. I just, I can't get with this, ma'am.
3: Essentially, it's pretty much almost everything that's owned by Warner Brothers.
2: Almost everything.
3: AT&T. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is everything that's owned by AT&T, which includes Warner Brothers.
3: Yeah. Well, I say Warner Brothers because AT&T owns a lot of stuff that's not movie related. So people, yeah. wouldn't, people would people be like, what? We'll be that's AT&T? The, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah, that's another thing we can talk about another day when people start to realize how much AT&T and Disney actually owns. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think for me, man, just the amount of content was actually very surprising, even more so than than Disney Plus. At the beginning. like I think it's just because I kind of knew what to expect with Disney Plus, and I had seen mm-hmm. a lot of promotion around what was going to be there versus HBO Max was just kind of like, HBO Max is coming. It's a thing <laughs> that, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air will be there for the first time <laughs> streaming, which is cool. You know, I was excited about that, but, I, you know, I just I didn't realize that it was going to have the anime Looney Tunes, new episodes of Looney Tunes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Man, and, and you guys know when I sent you the screenshot, the one that got me was a studio Ghibli. And I might not even be pronouncing that right. But that's some of my favorite animation yeah. period ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was sold on it. I'm I'm good to go. HBO Max, you good in my book. <laughs> Ghibli. The streaming wars are over for Jules. No, nah, I didn't say No, nah, yeah. they're not over. I don't think they're over. You still got it should be an more. addition to your library. Yeah. Yeah, I will put it there. I think you still have some competitors waiting to enter the market,
3: uh-huh.
2: like Peacock, which is still a stupid name. Who is Peacock. Peacock? Oh, Peacock! I thought you said TikTok. I was like TikTok. Nah, Peacock. I wouldn't
1: be surprised with TikTok. Peacock,
2: stupid name. We did also see the launch of Quibi. I Think that's how you say
1: it. I don't One think. The, oh, Q U I B
3: I.
2: Yeah. yeah, a lot of people yeah. may not be too tuned into that. Fortunately, I am able to have that service. It's okay. You know, I wouldn't personally wouldn't pay for it. I think it's a cool idea where you have just episodes of shows that are like between five and ten minutes long. Yeah, they just need I'm gonna say they need better original content. Yep. What they came out with was a lot of rehashed stuff like punked with Chance the Rapper instead of Ashton Kutcher. And it's, I mean, it's punked. You know what I mean? But we, we've been there, done that. Yeah. I mean,
1: Kevin Hart has been doing that on his LOL network for like the last, what, three years?
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, it may even benefit them to partner with him, but what do I know? Yeah, so I, I think, you know, with Peacock coming, quibi I don't know what they're going to end up doing. And you still have services like Disney Plus, to me, that still hasn't ramped up fully. And I think about they've
1: Apple?
2: kind of been delayed with coronavirus. I am not talking about Apple for a reason. I think that they might need to get out of the streaming <laughs> war. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I personally don't think they've had much success. The shows that I've seen were not good. <laughs> like, what was that? C with Jason. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say Momo because I don't know. Really? Momo. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing because I know I said it wrong and I <laughs> Momoa didn't know how to say it right. <laughs> Momoa? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jason Momoa, that show was bad.
3: <laughs>
2: There's another show. I think it had Reese Witherspoon in it, was also bad. Yeah. The one good thing that I saw is actually something that they decided not to release because there was some controversy. Mm-hmm. That movie with Sam Jackson and Mackie is his last name Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah. That was actually a. A pretty entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you can't see it on uh, Apple TV, even though it's supposed to be Apple TV exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I would suggest everybody contact their local King of Pirates to determine, you know, the why? best way to see that movie. <laughs> because I don't think there's any other way for you to see uh, it at this point.
3: I mean, did, do you guys know of it being anywhere else? Why didn't they release it? It's on video and demand. I just, I, I don't remember um, all the companies that like, have it. But it is on some video on demands. Okay. Well,
2: like I said, contact your local team, pirating and they will probably have an answer for you. Well, the reason that they did not release the movie, one of the, the movie, you know, is about two gentlemen, two African-American guys who ultimately ended up buying a bank in California and That was
1: supposed to be an Apple TV exclusive? Because that was actually uh-huh. supposed to be released in theaters.
3: Actually, if you look at when the movie comes on, it actually has the Apple symbol and everything. Yeah, like the... <laughs> Apple TV oh, exclusive. Apple
2: TV, yeah. One of the producers on that show, I don't know if it was his son or maybe his great-grandson, was a producer on the movie, one of the gentlemen that the movie was about, and his sisters came out with allegations of sexual abuse. Mm. So that's why the movie was not released on Apple TV. Mm. They want to avoid that potential backlash. hmm Okay. Yeah, so, again, yeah, that's why I was kind of staying away from Apple, just because I don't think that they've done very well so nope. far. Maybe they can pick it up, but I doubt it. I think for that to continue to be even a viable thing, they're going to have to continue, including it with the purchase of iPhones. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure that um, – I'm just being honest. I don't think you're really going to have too many people that would no. – pay for that particular streaming service they're definitely losing out on that battle yep you know and kind of get back to what i was saying i think that the streaming wars are not over because you still have disney plus that has a lot more things to come like a lot of their marvel stuff is not available yet and uh, coronavirus is pushing back production on a lot of the things that they wanted to put on that service mm-hmm. but i think they're in a, a good place just because it's disney like they're they're not really in a a place where they're lacking for content. Like they can always just go get something out the vault and throw it on there and be like, Oh, we got a brand new 4k version of Fantasia or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be interested in that. Peacock. Like I said, I, Peacock might be something that surprises me. Like HBO Max did. Cause I have no idea what goes on Peacock. I'm really not even familiar with what shows are tied to them. That's what NBC, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what may be, may be coming with that. Hopefully they can do something and change the name because that's still a really stupid name. Like Peacock is with the cable providers, though, right? It's not It's not by itself, is it? I think it's by itself as well.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just But Well, I guess it would be NBC and Universal. Yeah, because NBC is owned by Comcast. I think that's something that's only on like with cable stuff. I think you got to have a subscription, some kind of subscription to like, it's got something to do with Comcast, I know for sure, because they own NBC. Okay. But I just don't know that much enough about it either. I I would be surprised that Comcast would let NBC do something on their own. Right. It doesn't involve them. Right. Yep. I agree with that. So, yeah,
2: I think there's more to come on that as well. Uh, Right now, I'm sticking with Netflix. If you got it, you already know that's good. Keep Mm -hmm. that Disney Plus. I'm satisfied. Yeah. Apple
3: TV. Hey, hey. Man. And I know <laughs> <laughs> I know, Justice doesn't, it's not fond of Hulu, but the, the, Hulu has come a long way. They have a lot of content on there that you wouldn't know. They're just their interface really sucks, but they have a lot more stuff than you think they would have. Like I actually enjoy Hulu a lot. I just wish their interface was different. It's hard to look for shit, which is why you don't know yeah. they have it.
2: You know, I would put Amazon Prime in that same. On the, yep.
3: Yeah, Amazon is the same way. Yeah.
2: Amazon Prime, they got some shit like there's some good shows in there, that I've been watching like Bosch and Grimm. Mm-hmm. They got some good and random Amazon original movies, but
1: Grimm may not be on there very long.
3: That's NBC. It That's
1: NBC. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Now I got to say it this way, then. I like Grimm. It ain't gonna be enough <laughs> for me
2: to pay for
1: DC, uh, <laughs> the Peacock or whatever. But yeah, I will give you that. Some of the stuff that's on there, they have a new show that's an actual Amazon show upload. It was it was cute. Mm-hmm. Bosch is very good. The Man in the High Castle that th- I really didn't care. May. about May I liked it.
3: Um, I the boys, it guys, it. the boys. They have the boys. The boys. Yeah. The boys. yeah. yeah. The
2: boys very good. <laughs> so there's, there's you know that's my point. There's a lot of good stuff on Amazon Prime, but the interface is just so bad yeah that you would
3: be hard pressed to find it and it's hard to tell what you can watch for free and what you have to
1: pay for and i was just about to say that the fact that they now have a filter that says free to me yeah the fact that you have to have that it's like why don't you just separate that shit out go somewhere else with that yeah don't call this prime video call this prime rentals or something like i don't know but don't Put the two together and then expect people to know how to, you know, get through this. Cause you're like, oh shoot, the new Deadpool. Uh let me go click on that. That'll be twenty nine ninety nine. Please get the fuck my face.
3: Well, and and you know, like for people like us, that's bad. But I think they do that on purpose for people who aren't aware and just click stuff and they just buy it and don't realize <laughs> they bought it. And they make a lot of money off of that. Cause that's people who use my account have done that. They're like, Oh yeah, we watched what's the name the other day? I was like, Oh yeah, how'd you what wait a minute, That's $10. No, you can't buy that. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it when the bill comes out. But yeah, you probably paid $10 for that. God dang it. So that may be a part of their plan to mix that in.
2: like that, <laughs> to to get that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to leave the interface bad so that we can yeah. get some extra revenue on the side.
3: Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't really ask you much. You really just have yeah. to click it like one time and it'll purchase. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, And you know what? I'm going to
2: say this, too. As part of the streaming wars, I think that movie theaters are in a tough position. They're in trouble. I don't know if you guys, well, I know you guys saw it because I'm pretty sure we discussed this before. But, you know, some of the movies that got delayed or had their releases moved online, like Onward, you had the studio execs coming out and saying that the movies actually did surprisingly well
1: with video Mm -hmm. on demand. Yeah, it got into a tiffy with the CEO. CEO of the owner's union type thing for movie theaters. Yeah, it got into it. A... And I don't, you
2: know, I don't even see why that would have been a tip. Like you had specifically the CEO of AMC come out and say, like, well, if you're gonna put it on video on demand, we won't show the movies yeah. at all.
1: -hmm. No movies from that particular studio,
3: but how does that benefit the theater? Like,
2: what? How does that
1: stand? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. Well. It puts them in the position of, you know, now a lot of the times when you want to be considered for any type of awards or something, it has to be put out in a movie, which is why Netflix does those weeks where they just put out their movies that have actually already been on their streaming service. But Netflix is also trying to get into the point of creating their own movie theaters for this type of stuff so that online streamers to be able to not have to go through kind of like a hostage situation, which Netflix has said when dealing with these movie theaters, because they don't make money unless it's been out for at least a month in their theaters. So that's why if they're pulled early or if it's something that's not really doing anything in the beginning, they hate having those movies because it costs them money to have it there because they have to license and type fees for showing the movie. Plus they have to abide by some rules depending upon the studio. Disney's a real stickler for, you know, some sort of crazy rules when it comes to that. And the way that they're making money, of course, is, you know, the concessions that cost you got the finance to actually get done or have. So that's why he's thinking that he's in the position to be able to say that because, you know, because he still holds, oh, if you want to have, you know, awards contention, you'll be able to shorten our theater. Plus, not everybody's going to pirate, which is not really the case. Honestly, at this point in time, most people would rather just be at home.
3: I mean, does it have to go to theater? Because a lot of those independent, those movie, those film festivals,
1: a lot of those still get nominated for stuff. Because they're shown in theaters. It's limited releases. They're still shown in theaters. Well, it
3: doesn't have to be a big theater. So that's
1: not my point. <laughs> but that's the thing. Unfortunately, most theaters go through that. It, I mean, unless you're showing it in like, you know, Two Blue, Oklahoma or something like that, that is owned by just one guy and it's not a franchise. Most of them are AMC, Regal.
3: I get that, but I'm saying, like, if you as a movie, like, if I'm a film studio, if I only have to re- do like a limited release, I can release it in some random movie theater. What sense would it make for AMC to say, "Well, we're not going to show your movie"? I don't need, I don't need you in order to be in movie contingent. If I only got to release it in like some small movie theater, right?
2: Which, and I, I get that. I understand what both of you are saying, and Jessica, I understand how he feels. The the CEO that you're talking about mm-hmm. with all those. Contingencies for awards and and things like that. Guess who doesn't care about awards? Universal People. Studios putting out Jurassic Park. They don't give a damn if Jurassic yeah. Park win awards. <laughs> Avengers Part Seventeen. They don't give a damn if they win Oscars for that. Yeah. Like so, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like you, so you're telling me, AMC CEO,
1: that you're just not gonna show this movie? Okay. Well, I mean, at that point in time, it's the biggest chain that's in there. And, you know, a lot of the movie theaters, and I'm, I'm not sure if the AMC is actually a part of the chains that are in, like, Asia and Saudi Arabia, which are coming up to be very big markets within the movie industry. Because right now, if you can't get your movie shown in China, a lot of times it doesn't make money. That's what they are seeing. It's just the way it is. So is it worth it?
2: I think that if Video On Demand... Is a viable option, which which we've seen that it is Mm -hmm. at this point. And you're refusing to show my movie just because I said video on demand was
1: surprisingly profitable. Well, that's not exactly Mm -hmm. what he said. That's not specifically what he said. He did say it was surprisingly profitable and said in the future we're looking to doing dual releases, possibly, which means if he releases in The movies as well as video on demand, which would basically, you know, counteract it even being in the movie theaters because they're again, like I said before, they're gonna lose money. So that's why he said that.
3: Yeah, the the dual thing just means that we're slowly phasing you out movie (laughs)
2: theater. so he
1: took that as an act of regression.
3: Okay, well,
2: I'm I'm gonna put it like this then. If I'm Universal Studios, I'm like, okay, well, now instead of doing it slowly, (laughs) since you wanna you wanna you wanna do this. Let's do it. Let's see what. Let's do it now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what happens. Peacock, you have (laughs) exclusive rights to Jurassic Park universe. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think it was a mistake. I think he needs to chill out. You need to find a way to work with the studios because even if they do simultaneous releases, somebody like me, like I want to, if it's a movie I want to see, you know, depending on what movie it is, I will admit that, but. I want to go sit in a the theater. I want my seat to be vibrating. I want the I want my eyes to bleed from the screen. I want my ears oh, bleeding from the sound. I want the experience. I want to I want to see it in IMAX. I want to see it in 3D. I'm not going to get that experience in my living room.
3: Yeah.
2: So I I, I don't know how I, I sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to take some, you know, some people out of the theater, but I think that it it won't be like the theaters just completely destroyed because everything is now on demand as well.
3: Yeah. It's going to take, it's going to take quite a bit out of there and they make their money off of excessions.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which to me is why you've seen so many of them kind of taking on that, that Alamo draft house studio movie grill. Yeah. Kind of deal where they're starting to become, you know, more of a restaurant.
1: Yeah. they have to.
2: Instead of, you know, just having popcorn and hot dogs.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have to compete, one. And two, you need to make the experience where somebody's actually going to come out and do it. was like, okay, well, that was cool. I didn't have to wait in line for 75 minutes just to get cold popcorn and old candy. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, you move and go in, Ricky, if that's what's happening to you. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what you do. You go early on a Sunday morning or...
1: On a Tuesday or Thursday. Hot popcorn, short lines, good to go. And that's another thing. People don't want to have to do all that. It's just like, okay, I have time now or I want to plan this out. People jobs don't allow them to do that. Yeah, I want to plan this out for a date or whatever. I, I still want it to be a nice experience.
2: Hey, date night, hey, we going on Tuesday.
1: You still have places like you know the iPicks and even hell even you know Studio Movie like you said Studio Movie Grill is really up in their game because they've actually added in little sections kind of like what they have in iPick, so like that little area where it was just kind of like just open it would have like some seats or whatnot but it's a large walkway that you could go through. They put in those little cubbyhole type things now.
2: now let me tell you something about iPick right now. iPick is going to struggle, and you know why? Coronavirus. I'm not trying to be in your cubby hole where 900 other people have been in here <laughs> doing whatever it is that they do in these cubby holes. And I know y'all not in here steam cleaning between showings. Yeah.
1: Lord, have mercy.
2: So keep your blankets and your pillows. I don't need all that. I, don't, I
3: don't want all that. Give me my individual seat and get out of my way. Well, I think it was always like a, a niche, so they, they don't expect much traffic anyway. That's why their prices are so high. <laughs> like it's always been they they don't like pack like their theaters. yeah yeah i'm I'm kind of excited to see
2: if I know uh just as you went to a drive-in, I'm kind of interested to see you know how
1: did that go? How was that? It was actually really fun. i I will say that. I was thinking that it would be an issue with the audio or with concessions or just, in general, people. But it was really chill. It was a great way to be able to, you know, get out of the house and experience a movie right now. The audio was amazing. You could either do it through your phone or through your radio. My son was just <laughs> blown away by this. He's like, this is crazy. I feel like he was like, people can send sounds over radio waves? right?" This
2: isn't Bluetooth? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was kind of like that, but I had to explain to them, like, back in the day, they didn't even have this. Like, they had those speakers that you would just put on the window <laughs> <laughs> and do this shit. Or you just had that shit up really fucking loud, and you'd be sitting there going, I, can I hear it? <laughs> I wanted to know, was there, like, a delay that you could notice nope. from the sound? Nope. Oh, okay. It was perfect. It was perfect. I mean, you had people, What and what I really found to be really cool is that you had people who were in their trucks, in their beds with like, you know, blankets in their pillows, watching it, or people who had just, you know, let up their hatchback and they were laying in the back of their cars, or people who just actually took out, you know, some some seats that they'd actually gotten those chairs or whatever, brought out and just sitting, you know, around their car. Took out this Watching it's... it. Well, chairs, you know, like. Yeah, like some chair. lawn chairs. Oh, yeah, oh okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And we're sitting out there having a little picnic, so with their mask on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what's so, up. So, yeah, 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 it was really I'm, cool. I'm I'm glad to see you know you know adaptations like that. I think that's pretty cool. Hopefully, stuff like that kind of becomes a little bit more popular. It has been.
1: It has
3: been. It's funny. I don't I don't mean to laugh, but I'm thinking like if somebody was like. Like this is like demolition, man. Like somebody that was like frozen in the forties and fifties. And they come, they come back now. They're like adaptation drive-in theater. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs)
1: This is new. (laughs) Yeah. That's like idiocracy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. had this when I was young. They used to have, I forgot where it was, but they used to have one that was on the river. They would show jaws like that each time. So you're just like floating on the river in this little area, of course, it's like roped off or whatever. Watching Jaws, mm-hmm. in a yeah, interview. I remember that. And yeah, I would you know have done
3: that.
2: I, I'm
1: good. I know it's a cool, but I, <laughs> I would
3: not doing that. I'm good.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I appreciate the thought. Let me uh, let me stand right here on this shoreline, <laughs> line, and I'll be fine watching the movie.
3: Yeah. If you want me to enjoy the movie, don't don't do that to me. As a matter of
2: fact, I'll bring a grill. You know, I'll, I'll grill up some <laughs> hot dogs and hamburgers for everybody. Y'all can get out there in the river and do your thing.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree with you on that because seeing it, I'm, I'm like, that's a cool concept. Very cool. I can't do it. <laughs> I got
3: anxiety just listening to it.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
2: appreciate you. It's a great idea. I hope you. But it's done well. so
1: good. <laughs> it's done so good that they actually opened up a second one out in spring. Oddly enough, in Splashtown. So.
3: Oh, I'm sure it will do good. It just
1: ain't for me. No, 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 no. What I mean is the drive-in. This is still a drive-in. This oh, the drive-in. drive-in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I haven't been to it yet, but there's one, I guess, uh, it's probably about 45 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. I think I might go check it out. I pass it, you know, every once in a while when I go visit some family that lives nearby. And this one, it was surprising because it was actually showing, like, new movies. So it wasn't, you know, it, I'm, I'm probably going to check that out. I'm going to check it out.
1: Actually, the one in spring is showing Sonic. So,
2: hmm. okay. Yeah. Sonic, underrated
1: movie. I don't know if we put that on the list, but it, yeah, we, did you know that we that haven't for, done that list. have We We did do that list. Yeah. We did that beginning of the year. That's it.
2: Yeah. Not, oh, not since then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The well, well, I'm putting Sonic on the list whenever we actually do the rest of the list. <laughs> Sonic is going on the list. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a teaser for a future episode of the cool black nerd podcast. I think this one is in the books. Pretty much. All right, then. Let's go ahead and call this one an episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Cool Black Nerd Podcast. Again, check us out on social media. Always go check out saywithradio.com. There are several podcasts in our network that I think everybody would enjoy and love and just have a great time listening to. Always. We out.